You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, let's get it. Locked On LSU, your team every day. Matt Mishona, ESPN Radio Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST, and right here for the Locked On LSU podcast, where we thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We'll hear from former LSU defensive lineman Christian Lockature. Terrible news for the LSU basketball team as they're less than three weeks away from tipping off the season. We will get to that. We'll start, of course, though, with uh, Ed Ogeron explaining his decision to why he's coaching out the remainder of the season. And look, let's be honest that there are about 17 million reasons why Ed Ogeron is choosing to co out, coach out uh, the remainder of this season. When you cover a team you kind of get to know players and coaches and tendencies. And one of the things that I believe to be a reality of circumstance with Ed Ogeron is when, when there is little pressure, I think he thrives. I think he can be very, his positive message, his energy, his one team, one heartbeat, all of that stuff, that, all of that rah rah, the, you know, the competition Tuesday, tell the truth Monday, all of that stuff plays. But when things aren't going well, nobody wants to hear about Wonderful Wednesday and Terrific Tuesday and all that sort of stuff. Like, you want to plan. And I think that's where Ogeron during his time has, when things are stressful, there is a, an erosion. Ole Miss. It was not good. And you heard all of the stories about Ed at Ole Miss. Berating assistants, throwing chairs, all, all the sort of stuff. When he was at SC and Lane Kiffin got fired in 2013, Ed Ogeron went 6-2. and two. Why? There was no pressure. Yeah, he wanted that job. And I'm sure some part of him felt like he was coaching for that job. But realistically, he wasn't coaching for that job. There was no pressure. It didn't matter, realistically, if he won or lost. He wasn't coaching for a job he had, to keep the job he had. He came in at a time when things you know, weren't great, and there was no pressure. Coach had been fired. There was no expectation. And he did well. Went 6-2. and two. 2016, Les Miles gets fired. Same situation, four games into the season. Same thing. He had a loaded roster. He had little to no expectation as everyone was talking about what was next. It's really just let's get through the season, have some fun sort of thing. Six and two the rest of the way. Lost to Bama, lost to Florida. Not saying that he was okay losing those games, but you saw the offense open up. You saw players be lighter, looser, all that stuff. Flip side of it is look at the start of 2017. He gets the job full time. He and Matt Canada are feuding. They're at each other's throats. And boy, they stumbled out the gates. It was bad when things were bad. 2015, when you had Joe Burrow and you were boat racing everybody, brother, one team, one heartbeat, hype videos, all love. He, he was energy. He was the face of it. That's where he thrives. 2020, social justice, Bo Pelini, no good. Five and five, boom. Look at everything that happened. This year, same thing. Knew, knew he was coaching for his job. It's blown up by Kentucky. They're fighting before the game. The hype video that didn't play. All that stuff. 
after Kentucky, Ed Ogeron was told that he wasn't returning. The public didn't find out until Sunday. Ed knew last Monday. So he coached the Florida week and coached the Florida game knowing he was not going to be back as LSU's head coach. And LSU went out there, played loose, played light, won the game. When you look at the remainder of this season, I think you see that Ed Ogeron. A guy that's not coaching with the burden of expectation. He's coaching out the string. He, he's almost he he is a lame duck coach, which in essence is the same thing as being an interim coach. You're the coach right now, but you're not going to be the coach when the season ends. And when LSU beat Florida, it it's changed, I think, the perception of what this team can be. Remember a couple of weeks when they lost to Kentucky, the only game that they were favored in the remainder of the season, either Vegas or like something ESPN's FPI, the only game they were favored in the rest of the season was ULM. And when you were sitting there at 3-3, three and three, the ULM game, you win that, you'd been 4-8, and eight, would have been your best bet. Well, you go out, you beat Florida, and you're going to count the ULM game as a win, so can you snag another win somewhere along the way to get the bowl eligibility? I think so, because I think what you're going to see over the next six weeks is interim Ed. You're going to see the guy that doesn't have the burden of expectation and pressure and results and has more of a free, loose, energetic feel to him. I think that's the guy you're going to see for the next six weeks. Five games over six weeks, and I think it's going to serve LSU well. And that's reflected in a lot of the metrics. Uh, I mentioned FPI. Remember, After Kentucky, the only game the rest of the way LSU was favored in, according to this metric, was ULM. Now, look, they're a decided underdog at Ole Miss. They just got just just a 28% chance, according to FBI, of winning that game. And they got just a 6% chance of beating Alabama. But it's flipped with Arkansas. Arkansas has lost three in a row. LSU has a 54% chance, according to FBI, beating Arkansas. And then a 97% chance of beating ULM. And even AM is a coin flip. AM's at 46. AM, LSU is a 46% chance, according to that metric, of beating AM. That's a virtual coin flip in a game that LSU has at home. I think LSU is going to beat ULM and they're going to beat Arkansas. That'll put them at six wins, which will guarantee them a bowl berth. And then you see if you can steal an upset somewhere along the way. Maybe you manage to, to snag a game against Ole Miss this weekend on the road. Or at home against AM in your regular season finale. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you end up six and six and you lose to Ole Miss and Bama and AM. Maybe. Or maybe you find a way to snag one of those games and you get to seven and five. Either way, it's not good enough for him to remain the coach. It wasn't going to be good enough. We all know that. And he's not going to be back. But I still think there's some opportunities for the remainder of the season for good things to happen on the field because you have a coach that's going to more likely resemble the thing that he's good at being a a peacetime general, so to speak, instead of a wartime general. When stress is high, that's when he doesn't he doesn't thrive. He thrives when things are good and the and pressure isn't mounting. And that's basically what he's going to have happen for the next month and a half. So um yeah man just I keep thinking how different this conversation could be if they had run the ball late in the game against Auburn. And with the whole fourth quarter without running the ball until they were down. If they had run the ball against Auburn and won that game, 
LSU would have been 2-0 in the SEC, having won four in a row, going up to Kentucky with a completely different mindset, how different the conversation might be. But the reality is what it is. So LSU in Oxford against Ole Miss on Saturday, a game where the Tigers are nine-point underdogs. Lane Kiffin throwing up smoke screens about Matt Corral, but it is Ed Ogeron against his good friend Lane Kiffin. And Kiffin today, um, when he was on the SEC Coaches Teleconference, was asked a lot about Ed Ogeron, and he he was asked if he and Ed have spoken since the news on Sunday. No, just a text. Um, I think, you know, normally probably would have called him, actually would have called him, but I think with the game of us playing them kind of was a little strange. But he was asked more, like what it was like having Ed Ogeron on his staff. Remember, Ed was on his staff at Tennessee and at Southern Cal. You know, when you ask and I think back about it, the thing, you know, I loved having him, you know, as assistant head coach, recruiting coordinator, because we all aren't, you know, perfect every day, full of energy every day. You know, like you have some days you're dragging a little bit, and it was just a great combo to have him. So if there was one of those days for him to, you know, pick me up and let's go and let's, you know, get on, we'd go and, you know, be on five airplanes in one day, you know, going to different houses and all those things up and down all over the country. So he's a phenomenal motivator. Lane Kiffin talking about Ed Ogeron. Ed did reiterate today on the SEC Coaches Teleconference he does not plan to coach in 2021. Excuse me, in 2022. <laughs> Combined three years. Uh, in 2022, that he's going to take a year off, spend time with his family. As it's been expressed to me, Ed does have a desire to do TV and may actually find his way into that for a year and then back into coaching very likely in 2023 as a defensive line coach, recruiting coordinator. That role that... Lane Kiffin just described, that probably best suits Ed Ogeron. We'll hear from Christian Lockacher here shortly. Played for and coached under Ed Ogeron, but not before I remind you about sweat blocks. So, Halloween is almost here. In this part of the country, Halloween, unfortunately, still can be muggy. You don't want to pit out at that Halloween party or on trick-or-treat with the kids. Use sweat block. Get these sweat block wipes. You can apply them anywhere, not just your underarms, your chest, your back, your feet, anywhere where you sweat, and they can work for up to seven days. This is going to be more effective than any antiperspirant you will buy at any store. It's sweat block. Order it online. Maybe you're a teacher and you're tired of pitting out in front of the class, or maybe you're tailgating and you don't want to have those sweat stains while you're out tailgating for your favorite football game. It's sweat block. Stop excessive sweat. For up to seven days per use. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. Go to sweatblock.com, sweatblock.com. Use the promo code locked on, and they'll save you 20% off your order today at sweatblock.com. Stop the excessive sweating with sweatblock. Go to sweatblock.com and use the code locked on. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We roll along Locked on LSU, your team every day, where we thank you for making us your first listen. Always appreciate we had a couple of minutes with former Tiger great Christian Lockature, a defensive lineman who played for Ed Ogeron, wore the number 18, was a GA until this spring 
with Ed Ogeron on staff and wanted his perspective on this team, the coaching staff. We start, of course, with his reaction to Ed Ogeron's firing. It's unfortunate. I, I mean, I hate to see that. You know, Coach O is a guy that is a he's a grinder, man. He he works his tail off, and knowing him personally from him being my coach and then coaching with him, you know, he's all about LSU. And that was one thing I knew from the get-go. And I loved him to death. And I hate to see how, you know, everything kind of fell, fell off and we're being 3-3. Three three, but, you know, what a great win against Florida. Yeah. You know, and coming here, you know, a ranked Florida team, coming into Tiger Stadium, double-digit double, double digit underdog now at home. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care about it. Like Coach o always used to tell us, he blocked out the noise. They went to work. A lot of people were out. Didn't matter. You know, he always used to say, next man up, right? And that's how it truly was on Saturday. It was great to see. Um, you know, I hate to see that he, you know, got dismissed. But, you know, Scott, you know, he came in and he's going to have a new head coach. And it's going to be really exciting to see who that's going to be. But I know one thing I know about Coach O is wherever he goes, he's going to be very successful. And uh, I can't wait to see what that's going to be for him. What do you think about, I mean, look, the defense, it's been interesting because they've been shorthanded, losing a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And at times, yeah. man, we've seen flashes of them doing good things and improving. Like, I'd even take Kentucky. It was a 14 nothing game at halftime. The defense did their part, then they just got worn down. What have yeah. you seen, like, having having been there for spring and seeing what Durante Jones and this defensive staff yeah. was trying to do, what do you see right now defensively from this team? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Compared to last year, the communication is so much better. Uh, you see guys talking on the field. You see guys communicating. Uh, that's always been a big thing. Uh, I know in 2020, that wasn't, you know, whether it was confusion or whatever it might have been, a lot of guys weren't communicating like they used to. That's why you saw a lot of mishaps and a lot of big explosive plays. Uh, this year, you don't see that as much. You see a lot of guys out there being confident, talking to each other, getting the call in. Um, you know, I hated to see that last second uh, at halftime get that touchdown, you know, you try to bat it down. But other than that, man, they've been playing really good defense. And, you know, the, 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 I think I truly think the communication has been that much better. And uh, I think that, you know, you can see it going in from 2020 to 2021. I think it's been the biggest thing. How much of that do you think has to do with there being one voice in the secondary with Corey Raymond? Um, you know, to be honest, I think I think a lot. I think, uh, you know, when you have two different people saying two different, you know, I don't know if it's two different things, but two different people talking yeah, to you. Two man, voices, it, yeah. It gets, yeah, it gets, it gets confusing. You know, they might be saying the same thing, but in two different ways. You know what I'm saying? So um, that, that can get confusing. You know, Coach Raymond's been there a long time. I think he's the best defensive back coach, not only in the country, but probably, not, I don't know, ever, but he's, he's up there, you know, yeah. and uh, he's the right man for the job. And uh, having him back there and just one voice, like you said, talking to everybody, and again, communication. Everybody has the same terminology. Everybody's saying the same thing. When they talk, they know what's happening. That's just being confident. I think that does play a big part to your point. He's on Twitter at ChristianLack91, former LSU defensive lineman Christian Lockature, wore the 18, and of course uh, was a GA there at LSU until this summer. Tell everybody, man, what uh, you're out of coaching. Tell everybody what you're doing. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm working at Mockwood Beverage. Uh, I'm a sales rep there. For Budweiser, Bud Light, Modelo, Corona, all those big brands, man. So if y'all out there listening, go get those. Uh, Shout out to them. But uh, honestly, man, it's been a blessing. Uh, Going to work with them every day. uh, You know, the mentality, man, is awesome. The people there, they're great, hardworking people. Blue collar mentality, just like myself. They come to work every day. They love what they do. I love being a part of it. 
um, you know, Mr. Chris, uh, Brian Parks, Miss Mary, and then other people, man, they're, they're just great people. And, uh, we, you know, it's been a real blessing to get into that. I left in March from LSU. I've been here for about seven, eight months, man. It's been, you know, some of the best times of my life. And uh, I couldn't be any more grateful. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited for this journey. You miss coaching at all? You know, man, I don't. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't. Uh, that's just, that, it goes to the credit to, the, you know, uh, what I'm doing. I love, I love it, man. It's uh, the thing, man. I'll tell you, Matt. Is it's competitive. That's the thing I love about it the most. It's just like coaching, man. You know, you're fighting to get your stuff on the shelf, and you're competing, man. And you're fighting, and you're scratching and clawing to make sure all your stuff's out there as much as you can, and uh, finding out what's best brands, you know, different areas and different sections of this town. Um, you know, it goes, there's a lot into it, and uh, you know, for me, man, it's it's competitive. It's just like it's coaching. So uh, to your answer, no, I really don't because I really love what I'm doing. Is it weird that I prefer Bud Heavy? That's like my beer of choice. Moose just Man, went, Ooh. Say it again? Moose was like, because he's like, a, if you're like a Bud Light guy, people like light beer. I like Budweiser, like the, the king yeah. of beers. Like that's, that's yeah, my beer. there you go. You're old school, man. That's good. Is I'm that old, is that old to... school? I don't. I got, I really don't know. I don't know the space a lot, but I. That's well, my thing. You, know, you know, man. It, it's uh, you see a lot of seltzers out there. Yeah. You know, like you said, Bud Light. You know, I, I love Corona as well. Corona is yeah. really popular. So Modelo, all those things, man. Uh, it's you know, to you, man. It could be you know old school, but you know, it's still it's still something I truly, you know, moving into this, man. It's really cool that you say that. Now that I'm in the alcohol business, now I've tried so many different varieties of beers, man. It's really cool to kind of taste what what's what, and and uh, that's been kind of the coolest thing about it, man. It's kind of the decipher, you know, what do you like, what do you not like. But when in doubt, man, you got to go Bud and Bud Light. That's that's the biggest thing at the end of the day. Christian Lockature, the coolest thing about being in the beer business is drinking a lot of beer. Yes, I agree with you. That is a great part about being in the beer business. You get to drink a lot of beer. Um, you can drink beer at Tiger Stadium now as well. Yep. What do you think about um, the rest of this season? They've got – look, I mean, you were part of that transition when Les Miles was fired and Coach O came in, and it was sort of this um, – I don't know the right way to say it, man. I mean, you were there at the time as a player. It felt like sort of the weight was lifted and, and ever kind of everybody kind of played free and loose and then went six and two down the stretch. Do you think something similar could happen with, with this team now that the, the burden of expectation, the burden of you know, Ed Ogeron coaching for his job isn't there anymore? Yeah, I think I think that could play a part, man. Uh, I think, you know, you, you kind of look at last week. You know, there's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of outside noise. There's a lot of things happening. Um, you know, and they just went out there and did what they needed to do, man. A lot of people were out. I really hope that does happen. You know, I know they got a tough stretch coming up, but you know, man, you got to take one week at a time, as you know. And uh, I really think they can, you know, like you said, get a couple wins, man. We, I was always told, man, you got to start with a foundation, right? And that first foundation is what? You know, this win this week or last week, okay? Now you got your foundation. Now let's start building off of it, okay? Let's take one week at a time. Now you come up on Old Miss. You go in there. It's going to be a hostile environment. I don't know if Corral's playing. Uh, but, you know, that is a really good football team. So you beat them, man. Now you start building off your foundation. You just take one week at a time, man. And I really think if they just keep doing that, and they, they got confidence, man. You saw them out there, man. I think the, you know, the offensive line, man, you know, they run different schemes. And see what Ty Davis did. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, it's going to be really, hopefully, man, if they stick to it, it's going to be really exciting to see. I think they really can do that. We will wrap up with some disappointing news for Will Wade and the basketball Tigers. That's coming up here in just a second. Got to remind you, about 
Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You know where to find them, rockauto.com. Serving online do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years, family-owned and operated. It's rockauto.com. Every part for every make and model. The website is easy to navigate, and they have everything. Literally, our guy Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints got a tailgate for his truck at rockauto.com. If you need motor oil or carpet or carburetors or windshield wipers or tail lamps or anything, they've got it at a discount at rockauto.com. So save the time, save the money, go to rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts car will ever need, rockauto.com. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box at checkout, rockauto.com. And of course, your football weekend begins tonight with the NFL game. You want to wager on it? BetOnline.ag, that's the place to go. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. If it's the NFL game tonight, if it's college football, if it's the MLB playoffs, the NBA and NHL seasons are now in full swing. The spot to bet on all of your sports action is BetOnline.ag. Go to the website, download the app, BetOnline.ag. Enter the code locked on, one word, locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit of fun. So, yeah. Deposit 100 bucks, they'll give you 50 for free to play with at betonline.ag. Deposit 1000 they'll give you 500 No limit to that number. A free 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So as we put a button here on today's Locked on LSU podcast, again, we always thank you for making us your first listen. Some very disappointing news for a Will Wade and the squad as Adam Miller has torn his ACL he is lost for the season. You might remember Miller is the former top 30 overall player in the country who uh, was spent his freshman season at Illinois, transferred into LSU this offseason, and quite honestly, Adam Miller was supposed to be the guy who replaced Cam Thomas's scoring. Now, if you go look at you know a year ago at Illinois, Miller only averaged you know, eight points a game. But that's because he was asked to do different things for Illinois. Will Wade was bringing him in but with no ambiguity to score. We talked to Will Wade uh, after Miller transferred in, and he was going to have the eternal green light. Now, this LSU basketball team is deep and talented. Uh, they get Cincinnati transfer Tari Easton, who gives them that, that length on the wing. Missouri transfer Xavier Pinson, who's your floor general veteran SEC point guard who can also score. You know, you return Darius Days, who's a senior on this team. Of course, five-star center Efton Reed gives you the big body in the front court. There's a lot of there is a lot of uh, talent and depth on this team, but Miller was supposed to be your scorer. So they're going to have to find scoring somewhere else. I mean, just like we've seen with Tremont Waters in the past or you know, last year. Obviously, with Cam Thomas, who's now doing great stuff up in Brooklyn, where do they get that offense? I don't know. This was a team that I confidently predicted would be a Final Four team uh, before before this season started. Uh, and I'd love to stick to that, but without the guy who is expected to be your leading scorer, it's hard to see that being an actual possibility now. But how Will Wade and the staff generates offense is certainly going to be interesting to see, and they got about three weeks to figure it out. They tip off. On November the 9th, to open up the season, they'll do so without transfer Adam Miller, who is lost for the season. 
as the basketball Tigers throw up the ball and as the football Tigers kick it off against Ole Miss, we are certainly going to be talking about it right here on the Locked on LSU podcast. Every single day, please subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen. And remember, make Locked on SEC your second listen so you get all the news from around the conference from our buddy Chris Gordy. It's Locked on SEC. Until tomorrow, this is Locked on LSU, your team every day.